Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and we have got a jam-packed show for you today. We're talking home opener. We're talking next game. We're talking fantasy football. We're talking everything in between. It's something you're going to definitely want to check out. Stick around for the whole show. We have got Challen Rogers, the captain of the Toronto Rock, chiming in on this episode of the show. But we are going to start off with Toronto Rock owner, president, and general manager, Jamie Dowick kicking off this edition of Toronto Rock Total Access. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access, Mike Hancock, and I'm currently joined by Toronto Rock owner, president, and general manager, Jamie Dowick. Jamie, I'd ask you how you're doing, but I'm guessing it's pretty good after Saturday night's result. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing okay, thank you. Yeah, it's... uh... Always much nicer on uh, what days it is. <laughs> Thursday <laughs> it, as we're recording. It's a yeah. much nicer <laughs> week after uh, a victory for sure. So, um, yeah, thanks. How you doing? I'm doing well. So, guaranteed win night. The boys deliver on the promise. Yeah, that was great. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you're involved in that whole process and this and that. It is It is nice that we did win. I mean, listen, I, I mean, that's exactly what... It was about win. We just, it's nice to win. It's nice to win at home in front of your fans and, uh, you know, doing that promotion. Um, it's nice that we came through with it. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? It is good. I, well, I I guess it's like, you know, do you go into that game at all, like, worried about the promotion? No. I mean, and then as the game's going on, are you like – are you even thinking about that? No, you know, when it's one nothing, two nothing, forgot two about nothing. it. For, actually, <laughs> forgot about it during the game. Yeah. Um, listen, it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I obviously on board with it. Understand the the reasoning behind it. Whatever. Um, at the end of the day, that was the first game of our season. Um, it was a home game. Uh, you know, we wanted to come out come out the right way and, and, and win at home. And, um, we, you know, we want to win every game, but, um, it's important for us to play well at home. It's important for us to get off to a good start to the season. Um, those things all combined came through, you know, I would say reasonably well. Yeah. And I think we should remind fans who are maybe, you know, questioning it a little bit but just even you know like why are you doing it in that game well you know the last time we did the promotion back in 2015 it was also at the home opener it happened to be against the buffalo bandits that time yeah. so the, 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 it, it had the, nothing the to opponent do. has nothing to do exactly. yeah you can go i ahead was just gonna it. say yes, that's it. what i was trying to get to it was, had nothing to do with the opponent yes the reality is it's it, it's you know we've been a successful team at home and we believe we put on an entertaining pro- winning product at home and and the guarantee was kind of a tie to, to entice Maybe someone that was on the fence of checking our game out or whatever to come out and say, like, listen, we'll guarantee that we do this or you get a chance to come back later. And we're hoping they come back later anyway. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that that part of it, um, you know, ticked off. We accomplished that. And, uh, you know, it was a great it was a great atmosphere in the building on Saturday night. Yeah, and I think a big part of coming to a Toronto Rock game is, you know, once you do see it, I think there is an inclination that you're going to want to come back. And and it was the guaranteed win portion was, you know, you were you were guaranteeing, you know, if we weren't successful, we didn't win, you were going to get a free ticket to come back if it was kind of like one of your first times checking it out. Or likely because you had such a great time, great win, you're probably coming back as well. So it was a guaranteed win kind of for everybody all around. And, um, you know, I think it also just uh, – you know, help, helps to build a little bit of hype, you know, going into that game. And the boys certainly delivered. I mean, did you expect that kind of start to the game? I mean, I think you always know you're a little bit more fired up coming into the first game of the season, your home opener, but just the way, you know, the ball was falling, you know, yeah, no, early you and often in that game. No, you can't, you know, um, you can't expect that kind of start. I mean, yeah, early and often was what was happening and it was uh, – it's great, you know, always at the, um, you know, we make no secret about what our goals are for the season, and, and that's kind of a championship or bust mentality. I'm sure lots of teams have the have the same one. 
Um, but when you start a new season, you know, everyone's zero and zero and it doesn't matter what you did last year or, and all these things. And, um, you know, it's important to get off to a good start. I, I really believe that. And, and you, it's, everyone starts fresh. So, um, you know, that, that, that was important to us, um, how we got there and what the end result was. I mean, yeah, I thought we played really well. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I think Vancouver looked a little flat, you know, so it, it's one game, you know, you can't get too carried away with it either way. Um, from, from, from where I sit and watch the game, um, I was obviously very pleased with it. Uh, you know, we came out and did a lot of things that we wanted to do. So I'll take that away from it. It's a win, you know, um, yeah, I, I, the fans might enjoy the overtime victories and this and that. I'm happy to watch a game like that <laughs> in my seat. Um, but, you know, like it's one game. So that's where we are. Yeah, fans shouldn't worry. There will be a, you know, a healthy, uh, you know, menu, I guess, of uh, one and two goal games coming up. I'm sure if uh, mm-hmm. past history is uh, any indication in the NLL. Uh, as the general manager of this team, you made some significant changes to the roster, and it's almost like check, check, check everything that could. Uh, in that game one, Corey Small, three goals. Stephen Keogh, two goals. Challen Rogers in a full-time offensive role, two goals. Uh, six points, a penalty shot goal. That was a great highlight as well. But, um, you know, again, the short-term evaluation of where this team has come through training camp and through game one, the additions and the tweaks – I'm guessing everything is about where you had hoped it would be at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, both. I mean, I don't really know Stephen or uh, Corey at all before we signed them here. And so they've been around us for five or six weeks here now through training camp and stuff like that. And so I've been watching them. Um, they, they, they're both very, you know, professional veterans that have just kind of slid into this room and slid into this group and fit in perfectly and so far and, uh, you know, both on and off the floor. So it, 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 it's from my from where I sit, it's great to watch. It's great to see those guys kind of, you know, getting along and, and, and they've both been performing, you know, whether it be in the pre- preseason or uh, as you saw on Saturday night. So. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the, for this offense and, and, you know, once again, it was one game, but, um, I like what I saw out of the group and, and it was, you know, a very, you know, everyone kind of got theirs at the end, but it was a very unselfish night from my standpoint. So, um, that's what I like to see. And when you talk about the group, we definitely have to give the D some love here too, because, I thought in the early going, especially the first few possessions, it just had to have been deflating for Vancouver because the D didn't really give him much of a sniff. I thought, you know, in those first five minutes when the Rock were going down and scoring on every chance, it was like the Rock D was just crushing any offensive opportunity, it felt like, from Vancouver. And you sit there and you you look at the roster and you're like, okay, Sheldon Burns, veteran guy, didn't play. Chris Weir, a guy who's proven that he can slide in, he didn't play. Chris Corbeil... He didn't play. He isn't, you know, do you, was there any point in that game too, where you started thinking, man, this defense looks pretty good and holy crap. Well, well listen, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, like it, we did that a lot last year with that, yeah. that same group. And that's when we're at our best, when we're playing like that. Yeah. Now, you know, the problem, let's say last year, what is whatever is we didn't always do that. And, and when we are playing like that out the back end, you know, um, it makes it a lot easier on the offense mm-hmm. and lets them find their groove and lets them get on runs where where we're scoring and other teams aren't. And you know, in game one, you know, throw don't don't underestimate TD in there because you know we, we sit here and we talk about the offense rolling, we talk about the defense rolling. But the beauty of that was we were winning all those draws and you know giving the ball right back to our offense. And, you know, which enabled our defense to stay fresh and aggressive. And and so, you know, really, really for first game of the year, complete team effort. Rosie was great. Um, I know he didn't have the greatest preseason. And, and that's why I guess we play those games to 
kind of get back in the in the knock the cobwebs off and stuff like that. And I thought he was really good on uh yeah, it's nice when you're playing with a lead, but he was still really good. You go back and watch that game. He faced a lot of shots and made a lot of really good saves. So um that was good to see and <clears throat> that's where it starts in this league. Goalie out and and um you know, yeah, I, I'd say a full 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 team effort for me. Yeah, I just thought, you know, it was kind of a quiet, unassuming effort from Rosie. Not effort, sorry, performance from Rosie, just in the fact that it was kind of what you want to see. Like you're saying, you don't you didn't always notice it so much and then you stop stopped and looked at the shots on goal and you're like, they're almost even. Yeah. And we were yeah, up they by had eleven goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was uh and, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we did jump out, you know, what four or five nothing pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um kind of changes the way you look at at things and and but they 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 ended up getting you know a fair amount of shots and he made some just you know just wrote you know just what we expect of him nothing you know nothing too crazy but didn't let anything in that you know he shouldn't let in and you know the end result is eight goals against and you know, I said this to I've said this to a lot of people over the off season. I mean, I think it was fourteen times out of eighteen games last year we gave up ten goals or less, and it was like one or two of those was ten. So, you know, held teams to single digits like twelve times. I think that's going to be almost impossible to duplicate. That that's that's a super impressive stat, and yeah. and that goes with Rosie's nine goals against, which is, you know, to me is pretty crazy in this league because. I think if you hold a team to single digits, um, you know, I like to think you should have a you know, win every night. You yeah, should. Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah. I believe that. So um, obviously you're not going to do it every night there. And there's tons of, you know, great talent teams around this league that can score plenty of goals. You saw we, we you know, there's a couple teams that had Halifax had 18. I think Sask had 18. Um, but a lot of talent in this league. So. We'll see. Good start. Um, we've already kind of, I know we're talking about it, but we've already turned the page on, on Vancouver, and, and that, that's in the past, and and our focus shifted um, to Rochester immediately, and, and that's where we are right now. First division game of the year. Um, division rival. Not, you know, we don't view them as an expansion team anymore. They're a lot better than they were. We always seem to have tough battles with them. So, um you know, another opportunity here in a couple of days, and and hopefully we just kind of continue to continue to get better um, every time we get out as a group. That that that's how we view it. I want to talk a little bit about uh, well, a couple things here. First, the uh, the documentary Rock City Unplugged. We threw it episode one there, leading into the home opener. Um, what did you think of uh, what did you think of episode one? And you know, what's the feedback you've been hearing from the guys? Just having the cameras around a little bit more. Um, how are you liking that experience? So well, far? I mean, I, th- I thought it was really, really well done. I, I didn't see any of it until, you know, you know, the last minute just before it went out. I kind of got a, here you go, you have a want to have a peek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was great. Um, these guys have done a great job. Yeah, the cameras, I mean, they've been around, that's for sure, since, <laughs> like, you know, obviously you can see the start of camp. And uh, they're around everywhere and whatever. But the guys seem to, um, you know, adapt to it well and just kind of really just got to kind of go pretend like they're not there, even though they're always there, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of go about your thing. And, and they did a great job in, in the first time I mean, we've talked about it. I think they did a great job. I'm, I can't wait for the next one. Um, you know, I think I, I think that's an exciting part. It gives guys... You know, we want to give people a chance to get to know these guys a little, a little more than maybe just the guy that runs up and down the floor, or does this or does that. We got, uh, you know, high quality athletes, but you know, some high quality people, at regular everyday guy, kind of guys, even though they're not that on the floor. And and I think this is a great chance to kind of tell our story a little bit of who we are and and. And I thought we did a good job of that in, in, in the first episode. And, and like I said, I look for, I, I can't wait to see the next one. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, it's been great so far. It's been a great experience to uh, you know help work on the project a bit and and just uh, trying to draw out some of those personalities. And like you say, the guys are getting pretty relaxed. I think with the cameras around, and you know you saw a little bit of that in the closing credits, which we'll start to kind of work in a little bit more with uh, Coach Sawyer, kind of off the cuff yeah. a little bit more. There was uh, there's lots of great singers that hit the cutting room floor. Let me tell you. But, yeah, uh, no, I, I, I think I forgot I was mic'd up a few times and, uh, you know, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's good, though. It's good. That's why, uh, you know, we do this stuff and it, it uh, produces some uh, fun content. The other part of uh, that was, you know, highlighted in the first episode of The Doc, but uh, also that you're obviously living through in real time is having your son uh, around the team, you know, on a full-time basis in a different role for the first time. Uh, what's that been like for you uh, just on a day-to-day basis? I mean, it's got to be a bit different. It, it definitely <laughs> is. I mean, uh, you know, I find myself just kind of always, hey, listen, don't get me wrong. It, it's great. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm happy for him. But I, I, I do find myself a little bit, you know, you know, knowing that, okay, Josh is here or whatever. (laughs) And listen, it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't change much of who I am. Like, as you know, I, I am who I am and I I wear everything pretty well, uh, an open book, but it's been great, man. I mean, it's done a great job. Uh, had an unbelievable training camp highlighted by those four goals in the first game um with the behind the back i mean he did i said to him after camp i said like listen we're assigned you the practice roster and uh you know there's nothing else you could have kind of done at camp for me i I thought you were great you know your biggest problem right now is that there's four you know potential hall of fame or future (laughs) hall of famers sitting ahead of you on that right side but he'll get his opportunity um he's working hard in practice it's great to have him around i mean the toronto rocks is as as much a part of his life as as anyone's and uh you know he's done a great job you know marley i'd say the same thing about marley on the on the other side um marley both those guys i thought you know for offensive rookies i mean wow they both to me were great it's just right now their depth and and that depth will come into play. We know how this season works and and I look forward to that opportunity for him too. But um, you know, Josh and I have a pretty we can also have that kind of regular kind of normal interaction with the team kind of relationship because that's really pretty genuine. Um, we have a pretty good relationship like that. So uh, it, it, it's been great. So we know we had a really good camp. So here's the question, and you can answer this as a GM or as a father, but did he meet or exceed expectations in training camp? Well, I'd have to say probably exceeded expectations a little bit. I mean, you know, my 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 expectations for Josh are very high because, you know, I've watched him play a lot over the years and and you know i'm i'm wearing my gm hat here i'm not wearing my dad hat and uh uh you know my expectations for uh, for him are high but you know it's great to kind of see him fulfill that he hasn't played a lot of lacrosse over the last three or four years if you, if you break all the you know not to get into all that stuff but he just hasn't played a ton of lacrosse and so the more he's been playing the more comfortable he's getting and and you know for me, you know, to go out there and yeah, it's an exhibition game, but to go out there in an NLL game and, and score four goals, you know, there's just a lot of guys that'll go long careers in this league that won't even come close to that. And, and uh, I think that kind of proved that, you know, he, he does belong where he is. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I've never doubted it, but, you know, I he's, you know, he'll be under – He'll be under, you know, a scrutiny, close, whatever, on on so many different levels. And, you know, even how I, you know, what I do if he's not out there being successful and this and that. Like, there will be a lot of pressure because there's no free rides. And, and, you know, in a perfect world, you know, Josh continues to earn his spot and move up the ladder and be a vital part of this team. and, And, you know, we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. But... You know, um, 
this is a business. This is a team. He, you know, he mm-hmm. had to earn. He has to earn what he's given, and he would want it no other way. So, um, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, a, as a GM of the team, uh, super proud of both of those guys, Marley and Josh, for training camp and and this and what they did. I mean, you know, they, they kind of make me look good in that sense. <laughs> um, and then as a, as a father, you know, watching Josh play, yeah, I mean. You know, I'm super proud of him, and you know, um, I don't want to say surprised, but you know, a little surprised. You know, he he exceeded. Well, I know he can do stuff like that. I I'd have to say he exceeded expectations, and I just want to see him continue to grow. And yeah, opportunity will come when and, the time's right, and and uh, and we go from there. Yeah, I I just think it was pretty cool just to you know not only watching him all through you know most of his minor career and stuff like that. But just the fact, you know, we saw from him in the summer with Oakville senior B to a few months later uh, in training camp. And then also knowing, like you said, the fact he hasn't played a lot of lacrosse, but he's also coming off a very serious knee injury and knowing with how many of those that we've had around here over the years, it's almost like the next season isn't really until, you know, we see what somebody's truly capable of or they're back to full strength. So that's the thing where it's like, you know, we've seen what he's done in preseason and, you know, I just, uh, I'm excited to see what he does when he does get into a game because, you know, likely somebody's getting dinged up. We don't want to, you know, knock on wood here, but you know, there's a pretty yeah, good we're not chance historically it. that, uh, you know, yeah, it's guys gonna, on I mean, the practice listen, roster play, happens. right? Like, it happens. We go yeah. through, you know, I would say it's very rare that you go through a season and everyone on your practice roster doesn't uh, get an opportunity at some point, whether it be injury or or guys struggling or whatever. So um, no need to rush it. He's on a. I think he's in. Uh, I think he's in a perfect spot. You know, um, uh, with both of my hats on, and and uh, you know he'll just continue to grow. It's good for him. He's around. You know. To be able to, you know, spend that, not be forced into things, but be able to spend, you know, Danny especially. I mean, you know, Kehoe, I'm learning a lot there. Like, this guy is a wealth of knowledge and a, and a great leader and mentor, you know, that I'm not surprised. I had an idea. I've been told that. But, you know, when you get to see it up close and personal, it kind of changes a bit. You know, obviously, Charles Chow. Um, you know, and then Tommy, like, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a whole, it's a great little right side kind of group of guys to, to, to kind of bring him along and, and, uh, get him ready to, to be successful. Absolutely. All right. We'll wrap things up there. Uh, lots of other stuff I, uh, kind of wanted to get into, but we'll save it for, uh, couple episodes down the show uh <laughs> oh i'll be back yeah i think I'm so on the yeah. Schedule yeah. Again? yeah in pencil not in pen okay. but uh <laughs> we'll see how it goes well it's uh, good to hear the podcast last week that was a bit of uh as you know i was away yes. and uh you know you know i'm a big fan of the podcast and doing <laughs> okay, it yeah. and uh all of a sudden it kind of popped up on my phone yeah uh, that that the podcast was available and I'm like, okay, good. I like this. So I had something to listen to. I think I listened to it on the plane on the way home. So that's good. Yeah. That was good. Life on the plane. Life on the plane. Good to be back. (laughs) All righty. Well, good luck in Rochester. Uh, Always fun going down to play the Nighthawks. They've got a passionate fan base down there still, and uh, it should be a great game on Saturday night. Thanks, Mike. All right. That was John Rock, owner, president, and general manager. Jamie Dowick. We'll take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access. We'll be back with more in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, now joined by the captain, Challen Rogers. Challen, how are you doing? Wow, if we only had this on video, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, always better after a win and things are rolling. We're getting close to Christmas. Uh, game two coming up Saturday in Rochester, but let's talk home opener and just uh, how you think things went, uh, in your opinion. I also want to talk about the penalty shot, but let's wait for that. Uh, thoughts just running out of the tunnel for that first time. A new season, 
you're standing there, you're waiting to have your name called. Like, what's going through your head? Don't trip. Have a yeah. good run. Find the spotlight. <laughs> what is it? Uh, just it's nice to be back. Just embrace kind of everything. Uh, embrace the moment. Um, long time, I guess, since since we were able to kind of run out of the tunnel. So it was just it was nice to kind of finally be back. And um, you can all you always have to kind of be looking out for that ledge. I know I tried <laughs> I tried my best to trip over it. I think the first time we ran out last year. So that's always in the back of my mind. But no, it was just it was great to. Just embrace the moment and, um, you know, be in front of our fans again. Um, on an official uh, technical thing there, was the little ramp there this week so you guys wouldn't trip over it? Or was it high danger area again? No, I think ramp was there. Ramp was there. Ramp okay. was there, yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. It was one of those things you're going into another season and just not until you just mentioned it right there did I even think about the little cover-up that we did since a few guys almost <laughs> – Ate it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost ate it games. when I got on the turf. Like, I don't even know if there's a ledge that caught me off guard. Really? Yeah. Turf I, monster. Yeah. It's dangerous. You know, a lot of things going on as you're running out. Yeah. So I'm not complaining about it. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so, obviously, first game under your belt, this team came out firing fast, scoring early and often, uh, as I talked about with. Uh, Jamie Dowick a few moments ago, but did you expect the team to come out like that? Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I was expecting anything. Um, you know, I think just from our group and yeah, our preseason practices and our preseason games, we've learned a lot about ourselves and, you know, the last month heading into that game. And, um, you know, I was, we as a group were feeling real confident. I personally was feeling confident in this group. And, um, you know, it's just we earned the result. You know, we came out there, we worked hard, and uh, we valued the ball and just kind of played our style of lacrosse, and um, it, it definitely worked out in our favor. Up early in that game, is it is it ever tough with any kind of potential letdown or kind of start maybe taking it in? You're up 6 nothing, things are going good. Like, is there any opportunity, I guess, there to lose focus in a game like that when you get up so big so early? Um, you know, it may, um, you know, but you kind of got to squash that pretty quickly. You're playing in a professional lacrosse game um, and you're playing against other professionals who want nothing to do but win, right? And, and um, you know, obviously end our, end our run. But, uh, you know, I think that's something that we did pretty well. We just kind of, they would score, we would answer right after. And, and Rosie was a brick wall in that and our defense, you know, stood tall and, um, you know, like I just mentioned, our offense, we were scoring when right after they were scoring. So we kind of killed that momentum. So it's just a good, good team effort. Everyone kind of brought what they needed to do individually and together we were really good. And what was it like for you preparing for this season? Probably a little bit different than you have in the past, given that, uh, you know, you have a little bit of a new role this year playing uh, for the most part right now, exclusively out the front door. little PK time as well there, but... Uh, not yeah. not after my performance on the PK. <laughs> <laughs> really? Were you one and done on the PK? Yeah. One and done, yeah. Really? Oh, we got okay. scored on, so oh. I mean, I'd take myself off. Bruce that. crossed you off the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. There's some few clips in there that I definitely avoided because they were just... I know how bad they looked. Uh, what do you think that was... Like, why did it happen? I'm not asking you to defend you necessarily, no, no. but in your mind, are you like, I mean, I guess maybe I get back to my question about preparing differently for the season. Is it something that, you know, in the past you would have been maybe more focused on or was it uh, just a circumstance of a great play in front of you? I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of read the situation wrong, kind of rolled <laughs> rolled the wrong way, and I should have stepped forward and so kind of rolled around them. But, hey, first game of the season, it won't happen again. Does this mean you kind of got lit up in video session this week? No, I don't do the D films. No, so. you got to wait. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So you can't be in two places at once, right? Exactly. <laughs> Free uh. pass. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, in the game, of course, you got the you got the tap to take the penalty shot. Were you expecting that? Uh, no, not at all. Not but at excited all. by it. Yeah, a little excited. First penalty shot ever I've taken. Uh, it's, it's. I was nervous for sure. Yeah. I know that. I did, it was kind of being talked about on the bench that it might be a penalty shot. And I was like, ah, uh, hope, hopefully. 
<laughs> Hopefully it's kind of not me, but if it is yeah. me, obviously I'm going to go and take it. Is that this, a situation but... where you turn and you try to get the coach's eye to be like, I, I want it, or were you just no. playing it cool? Or I, was just, I was just playing it cool. <laughs> Waiting. And then Maddie kind of mentioned something, if this stands and you're taking it. So at that point I was kind of starting to think about what I would do and if I was chosen to do it. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Was this kind of like a alt version of your regular breakaway move? A little bit. Was because you kind of came I was, short side. Like you, the fake was pretty hard short side, right? And then yeah. just it waited and tap danced along the crease. And yeah. well, I was just I was kind of thinking. Obviously, deep uh, or Fryer was has been our goalie. Um, you know, a few years back when I kind of was first on the team and uh, kind of. He knows some things about me and I know some things about him. So I was kind of playing that in my head, something that I think that he thought I was going to do, you know, one of those <laughs> just mental games yeah. um, before even the shot was taken. And I was just kind of assuming that he would probably think I would go back to that short side like I've done so many times. And in my head, I was just like, I'm going to really, really sell that short side to make him think that I'm going there. Yeah, And it just kind of... He jumped, and I was like, "Oh, I have a lot of room." And then I <laughs> he did. And then I saw his stick kind of fly up, and I was about to shoot it, and I was like, "I can't hit his stick." And just waited a second. But yeah, it, just, uh, it worked out. It did. It worked out really well. And that's funny just to hear you describe like walk through that because I'm sure, you know, if we were to ask Steve Fryer, he's probably thinking the same thing. Of well, I know what he usually does. But is this the time he's going to switch it up? And then when you threw the fake that you did, I'm sure he was like. I got him. Yeah. And then, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got him. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool to watch that and to watch the replays of it and stuff. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome game on Saturday night and a great way to get things started. But uh, we shift our focus a little bit now to game number two. Everybody's uh, had a good time, had another good practice this week, and get on the bus and head to Rochester. And I know uh, just in some conversations I've been having in the last uh, – 15, 20 minutes over a text, the importance of having card tables on the bus has been reinforced to me over and over again. And apparently a lot of bus companies don't have card tables anymore. That's, it's just a thing. But you guys are in luck. There is going oh. to be one card table wow. on the bus functioning. And I know I've had some requests as to where exactly on the bus it's going to be, which seems to be a little nitpicky, but we'll move on from that. Uh, as long as there is one, I'm sure it's good. But are you a guy that gets into the card games on the bus? Are you a spectator? Are you doing your own thing? How does Challen Rogers spend his time on the bus traveling to games? So this year is going to be slightly different than years past. Um, there's a game that we normally play. It's a board game, four players, kind of a card game, but also a board game. Uh, it's called Gotcha. I think just one of our former roommates, uh, his like grandpa made it and we just kind of adopted it and f used to play it all the time when I was living with the, with the boys. Um, and so I was doing that a lot. What, what is this game? It's kind of like trouble and sorry, similar to that. You know, you kind of go around, so you got to put the ball or peg into yeah. its home. Um, each card has a different value, but like... You is can, this a for real physical board game? Like you guys yeah. actually have a... Oh, yeah. And we like Jordan Mag Magnuson. Magnuson, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day, customed one out of like a two by four, like a put together two by four. So it's almost, almost like a cribbage board kind of? Like? It's more of a square. square. It's a square. Okay, so yeah. those are just kind of put together, drilled holes in it. But that used to be what I did all the time. I mean, I'm sure I'll still mix those games in, but... Um, when we were down in Alabama for uh, the World Sixes, um, a lot of the guys would play schnarps. So when we'd hang out, I've never played before back then. And I was like, ah. and I know all the guys had played on the bus and stuff, but I was just a gotcha guy. So I was like, I don't need to play schnarps. Um, yeah, learned it. I downloaded an app and just started playing it on our off time. And uh, by the end of it, I was playing with them, so I th I'm gonna get on the Schnarps and play some cards with the boys. I'm more intrigued by Gotcha. It's such a good game. And if this has legs, was it ever? Did Mags's uh, grandfather ever try to like, you know, get this into stores or? Uh... It was actually Brendan Plester. Oh, it's Plester. Sorry, it's Plester. Mag Mags yeah, no, built Mags the built the board, okay, the board sorry, for yeah. us. Right. So but Brandon yeah. Plester's grandfather made a game called 
Gotcha. And yeah. he should be on Dragon's Den, it's, is what you're saying. It's an elite game. We used to play it for hours on end. Really? We'd come home from practice and play like six different games. And they can range from like an hour, like 45 minutes to like two hours. So like it depends on the game. Wow. I feel yeah. like we're going to have to trot that out here maybe on the podcast one it's, week and it's a good one. play it. It's a really good one. Wow. It's a four-player game. Though. Four play- oh, okay. Well, we'll. You're on I'll a have team. to get another microphone. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good. I only have three mics in here. But, yeah. uh, um, well, that's uh, that's kind of funny. All right, so you're going to play some sharps on the bus on the way down. Anything you hate about being on the bus, like on these bus trips? Rochester's, you know, it's only a couple hours on the bus, really, but no. anything you hate about the bus trips, or do you love them? I, I like them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just good time to kind of spend with, you know, the guys on the team. There's nothing else you either of you can really do i mean play cards or whatever but it's a good time to bond with with one another and and kind of talk to people that you don't really get to talk to um as much as you'd like maybe um so yeah in those regards it's, it's pretty good but uh i guess i guess when you lose those trips are real just the bus trips aren't great but i gotta think it's a little bit of a less obviously a less stressful way to travel right like the flight like oh the, yeah waiting around and yeah. going through security and customs potentially all that kind of, I mean, you still got to go through customs, I guess here, but um, yeah, I guess, I mean, it is like you say, a little bit uh, of a great time to, to bond and, and people know that, I guess maybe a little bit of a throwback to the junior days too, riding the bus. We didn't, we didn't bus a lot in junior. Our only bus trip was to really, uh, it would have been like Calgary my last year in Minto. Really? That's it? You never took a bus anywhere else in BC? You're that close? To every- uh, I guess not I guess, knowing the geography. Yeah, but- no, we're real close to everything. Uh, I guess we'd take like a school, we'd take a bus to the ferry. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and I then, forgot about the ferry. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, besides the ferry, our only real far trip was to Calgary for Western <laughs> Final my last year, junior. Hmm. They need to bring the Western Final back, but. Maybe not now. Calgary, Alberta was uh, Edmonton, I guess. Sorry, yeah. Alberta was uh, quite competitive this year. Real good. Um, so this game Saturday against Rochester, this will be uh, you know an expansion team from a couple of years ago that uh, I think has gotten a lot more competitive and started well last year, but uh, didn't finish as strong as they started. They've got a great coach, a guy that we're very familiar with around here, Mike Hazen, a guy that's won, uh, you know, three championships in a row as a head coach. The only guy to do that uh, in this league back uh, about 10 years ago now. But, um, you know, these games in Rochester, it's always been a tough place for the Rock to win. Um, what are you thinking about going into this game Saturday night? I think it's going to be a good test for us. Um, you know, like you said, they they were kind of a up-and-coming team last year. And, and you know, they're one year um, – stronger i guess you could say for lack of a better word but um yeah it's going to be a good test for us they they came off a big win last weekend um you know against a good team and and uh you know offensively they can they can catch you off guard you know ryan smith the chance to play with him this past summer and his hands are just unbelievable and and uh just kind of watching him play through summer and and whatnot he He's able to shoot the ball, and, and he's a he's a big guy who you know it's hard to stop him, and um, and that's just one guy on their team. They they've got a few that can burn you if if you're not ready for it. So it's going to be a big test for us, and and we're excited for it. And um, you know, just two teams looking for to stay undefeated. Yeah, Ryan Smith, maybe the quiet superstar in the NLL, maybe. Next, yeah, I would agree. He's very underrated. Yeah, and I don't know how he gets out from under the radar, but. Yeah. I, I feel like he just may be one of those guys that he might score 40, you know, and just kind of nobody will kind of talk about him still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. Around the league, I feel like he's known. Yeah, amongst five. the players, yeah. I, I would think there's probably mm-hmm. a lot more respect than maybe uh, than maybe he gets from uh, some of the other channels out there. But, uh, yeah, what uh, you, were, you were quite highly ranked in a lot of the top 50 polls kind of thing, these uh, player polls that come out. There was one I feel like you were in the twenties or something, and I was, can't remember which one it was. But do you pay any attention to that? I mean, I think you guys all read it, but do you ever look at it and 
have any thoughts on it perhaps um yeah no not really uh like you said you know when you see it you kind of look over it and kind of see where other people have people ranked but um you know at the end of the day i just want the toronto rock to be at the top of the power rankings at the end of the year um with us holding a championship you know as individual awards are great you know it's kind of cliche to say something like that but uh you know i truly think that um you know, it's it's all about the team. I've, I play this sport to be on a team and play with with guys that, you know, I, I value and, and like to be around and, and want to perform for. So, um, you know, if you get that kind of individual accolades, it's great and, and all. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a team sport and you want to win as a team. All right. You convinced me. we love you here Charles. still i was just trying to say maybe you should have been rated higher but that was good that was good um thanks for thinking that. all right (laughs) (laughs) so uh we always wrap this up by saying you know what what have you been watching what's going on and maybe some of that has been nll lacrosse yeah perhaps even on tsn yeah let's go uh but go But um, what have you been watching? Are you actually, you know what, before we get into that, are you dialed into all the other games? I know, like, we, you know, we played early Saturday. Were you were you diving into anything right away afterwards or just maybe looking at scores? Did you watch Friday night's game? Are you usually watching NLL lacrosse on, on off nights or no? Uh, yeah, I watch. It kind of depends um, who's playing and, and whatnot. But I watched Friday's game um, between Halifax and Philly and, Afterwards, after our game, you know, guys were kind of ripping out scores of what was kind of going on around the league. And, and you know, I kind of took focus to that, but nothing, nothing really in depth watching afterwards. All right. Yeah. So now I ask you. <laughs> what have I been watching? What you watching? Well, it's good. You know, when you asked, when you asked, I guess, last week if I could come on the pod and I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had to watch some stuff? Well, no, I was just, something to say. <laughs> no, I was just like, ooh, okay, I got to make sure, you know, I yeah. have my shows categorized All right. and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay, so you're prepared. Just pulling out notes This right is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most prepared I've ever been. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Survivor episode last night. Yeah. That... I mean, he got got, right? He, he got got. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's where just survive those reality shows are just crazy. Cause, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but these people had a very strong relationship with one another and they really wanted to go far end game together and just a complete backdoor. Like, even when the guy who, or the person who got, what, the, Dang it. Like, person who got both. You can say it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I guess it's coming out. It's out there. It's not like you had a sneak peek at the show. (laughs) All right. So, when the guy gets voted out and he's walking away, and then the person who completely backstabs him steps up in front of him and, like, puts his, like, kind of goes out for a hug. And, like, there's that pause there. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I'm going (laughs) to, like, he's just like, it's almost like, like a visualization of him just taking a deep breath and being like, it was just a game. Yeah. And like, but oh, I'd be livid, livid. But it didn't, um, was it Corey that got, no, what was the guy's name that got voted out? Cody. Cody. Cody, yeah. sorry. Was, it didn't, wasn't he interviewed like moments before saying like he was so sure? Of 95, sure? 95% like, yeah. he knew yeah. what was happening. Nine and a half out of, and then he was 95%. Yeah. Like, and even like, even like Jesse, the guy right beside him was going like, Come on, like, like it's almost like he's showing. Hey, yeah. you don't have any safety right now. Have your idol. Yeah. Ah, I, I was I was going for Cody, but I mean, for him to go out is smart gameplay. He's, yeah. he's a competitor. I feel like that always happens in these. Not always, but often, right? Yeah. Like you get to a point when you're so close to the end, and it's like you know I might not be able to beat this guy at the end. So I love him, or I love her. Whichever, but they got to go. They, they seem so tight, though, that it just caught me so off guard that he would want to kind of do that. Yeah. But classic, you know, I just kind of try too hard yeah. to make something happen. And I think a lot of people, though, they sit back and are like, oh, I've really only known this person for like two weeks. Yeah, three that's weeks. true. It's like, that's true. are they going to stand between me and the money? Like, you know. That's one thing that kind of throws me off, too. Like, obviously, the season's spanned like 
I don't know, let's say 10 weeks. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're there for like 21 yeah. days. Yeah. 22, 28, whatever. It's quick. It is quick. Yeah. So I'm going to go on one day. Because I think if uh, it was any longer, I think some people would be just leaving us naturally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the way some of them look after even like two weeks, right? It's like, whoa, they were different than like a few episodes ago, but it wasn't, you know, two or three weeks in between. It was like a few days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we talked about this reality thing and I believe I sent you a link recently and you, you didn't did. even respond to it. Yeah. Because I, I don't even know when the show is recorded, but I thought that didn't we talk about that you would go on that show? Yeah. That I sent you the link of it, and then I yeah, got I no did. response. I know I did read it, and I laughed. I had a little chuckle. Well, what? <laughs> but you're talking about going on one of these things, and I was like, here you go. Here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. Who would you? So we're talking about the Amazing Race Canada. For those people who haven't been able to fill in the blanks, <laughs> but who would you? Who would be your partner on that? I don't. That's a good question. I feel like I feel know. like here you probably got a column A and a column B if you're this way if you're if you're thinking this way so who are the maybe narrow it down to two people and why okay um, I'll go I'll go with my mom okay I think that would be a pretty fun cool experience to do with her um, we used to watch it together when I was younger too and I feel like that would be pretty good we've done a lot of road trips and travel a lot together so I feel like we have some chemistry in that department. Okay. Um, uh, the second one, I'm going to go rock. I'm going to pick a rock player for this one. Okay. Um, you know, I, there's a, this one would be tough because there's a lot of guys I'd pick, but I think I would like <laughs> mm, Sorry, I'm <laughs> You're not going to offend anyone. No, I know. I'm just... Like, yeah, there's going to be 25 other out, guys that are going to be real pissed right now. Went out the frozen cons no. here. <laughs> no, I, see, I think I would go Latrell or Adam. Really? Yeah. Latrell Harris or Sugar J? Yeah. Latrell roommates have been since, you know, year two. Um, and just, you know, good chemistry. I think we could get through a lot of that stuff. And Adam, because I've seen him drive and no one would let us lose a race if it was driving <laughs> i'm a good map guy i feel like i could read a map and yeah. if adam was ripping around and latrell um you know i think we could get from point a to point b pretty quick all right so you just got to narrow it down to who you're going to apply with and yeah. get that application in maybe apply with a bunch just send in a fire in a bunch of applications yeah, yeah. Whichever story sticks as being the best uh, there you go. combo, that's a good idea. So you got some homework to do. I do. See, I that's... really think you should apply. I'll, I will. All right. <laughs> I don't believe for a second. <laughs> you didn't even respond to the first. I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe that was just like, maybe, maybe I did. Pure crickets. <laughs> that's all I got back. I didn't tell you what I was Absolutely. watching on Netflix, so. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. And the yeah. next thing. Yeah. Sorry. Netflix. I'll be quick. Uh, I just, what did I just watch? I want you to say that you watched, is it me, Sebastian Maniscalco? No. Uh, Got to watch it. All right. Is it yeah. me? I'll, yeah. I will make sure. It's just his in. latest stand-up, but it's awesome. Okay. I saw him. I saw him in Windsor. Uh, I'm a huge Sebastian fan. Loyal listener to the Pete and Sebastian podcast. Love all the specials. I mean, the podcast is the best. I, I I absolutely love it. It makes my makes my day. I listen to it multiple times uh, throughout the week. And proud Patreon member as well. He has some exclusive content on there. But I uh, went to see basically this. Uh, special. He basically did this material in Windsor and I think the back part of his recent uh, arena tour, but uh, I went to see him at uh, Caesars in Windsor. And so it was pretty much the same thing um, in this current special, but it is definitely uh, worth the watch. Some of his best stuff. So anyways, back All to right. you. So no, back to you, up. as Sebastian would say. <laughs> um, so I watched uh, the show. It's I'm I don't know where it originates from, but it's called Alice in Borderland. Okay. It's dubbed over. It's very, it's kind of similar to Squid Games. Okay. Not to the extent of, you know, having... Lots the, of death. A lot of death. Okay. But, I mean, there is, there is a lot of death in this show. Oh. But it's a little bit different. Um, 
they're kind of living in this they wake up one day everyone's gone and then um yeah like everyone in the world is gone like yeah everyone where they are is just gone like vanished oh and then there's like these games that you go and register for and it's you could die if you don't solve it. It's more like mental games than it so is. So did everyone else die? Is that why everybody's It's gone? not really explained where no. they are. I guess it's that just, might ruin the show if I ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, where did they go? Well, here's where they went. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, but yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. Pretty good at good, good stuff. I liked it. Right. Um, How many episodes? Eight, I think. First yeah, season, eight episodes. Yeah. through. Right. 40 minutes, maybe. Ooh, that's good. I watched, um, just finished or currently finishing Pepsi, Where's My Jet, which is... <laughs> yes, I want to watch it. I saw the trailers and I was like, what is this about? Did a little research into it and I'm ready to watch that. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, we got to save that one until I watch it. We can't we can't right. get in too far, no. too far into that one because that, that is one thing that popped up the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I meant to watch that. Um, anything else? Uh, I watched this other one, also dubbed over. Uh, this guy was in, well, I saw this actor who's, I assume, um, I don't even know where they're from, but I saw him in Narcos, Okay, like yeah. the show Narcos, uh, and I really liked him as an actor in that, so I was yeah. like, oh, I'll give this a try. It's called The Greco Family, Okay, and it's uh, pretty much about these this family who tries to extort... Um, you know, rich families and, yeah. and it's just, they get in way too deep. Hmm. And yeah. It's Is this just season one of it? Yes. It's uh-huh. just one runoff. Okay. But yeah. All right. Good. Some good suggestions. Yeah. I went for international for my Netflix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really branching out. Yeah. yeah. Is when is there is a second season of squid game, isn't there? Yeah. Coming out. When, sometime. when, like what's going on? There's a few shows I feel like are really on the slow rollout here for the next season, like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I feel like would have normally been out by now. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're just. Do you watch Letterkenny? Are you fired up for that on Christmas Day? Uh, I have not watched it. Never watched Letterkenny. Well, I've I watched like the first season or two. Yeah. Do you watch Shorzy? I've I've only watched Shorzy on the plane. And I really enjoyed Shorzy when I watched yeah. it. It's pretty funny. It I watched good. like three episodes, I think. Yeah. It's a good show. It's pretty funny. Looking forward like, to more like Shorzy. Yeah. I need Crave. That's a thing. That's what I want for Christmas this year. <laughs> it's just a subscription to Crave? Well, yeah, a month, whatever. I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to get it eventually. Good like, advantage of that month. Well, I have Disney Plus, and it's just not doing what I wanted to. So I'm going to move on and. Is it Rosie like swear by Disney Plus? But he's like a big Star Wars guy, oh, so okay. he watches all those Andor and yeah. Mini Yoda. The only thing I watched on uh, Disney Plus, to be honest with you, was Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Wife's a big fan, and I've, I guess I've become a big fan. So I used to watch that all the time, to be honest with you. It's a good show. Yes. Yeah, I love Alfonso Ribeiro, and he's now the co-host. He's great. Oh, I lied. I, it's, it wasn't Dancing with the Stars. It was So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> See, I don't like So You Think You Can Dance. Really? I do not like that show, no. See, I don't like that other one. You said Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, yeah. <laughs> like I said it 20 minutes ago. But I watched, I watched that as a kid, too. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's been on for a long time, yeah. Ask me. Like 20 seasons or something. No, maybe 40 seasons. And they used to do like two a year. That's why. It's like Survivor. Yeah, Survivor. What season are they on right now? 74 or something like that? 74? I don't know. Isn't it like 40-something? Yeah. Like, hey, hopefully yeah. it goes, hits 100. That show, <laughs> like, be on it'll there never, one day, eh? Yeah. It'll never not. It should Is that never what you're going to do out. after you retire from playing pro lacrosse is just go on reality shows? It'd be great. I think once you get on one, I think you can yeah, you multiple. Yeah, if you get on one of the big ones and you got a little bit of a run there. Then you go on the challenge. Challenge. I was going to say, that just seems to be the like... It's almost like... The, you, the landing spot for everybody, right? It's like... It's like your big brother, survivor, and then it's to Amazing Race, and then Amazing Race, almost like to the challenge. Yeah. See, once you get on one, then you're golden. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, actually... 
the one my one buddy I went to university with who was on Love Island the first season. Uh, that's what he kind of wanted to get into. He wants to go on the challenge. He just wants to be a reality TV. Well, star. Well, he's trying to get on there, but I mean, no luck. You did his part. Was so you, have to get, you have to get on. You have to get on Big Brother USA. Is what you need to get on. Yeah, that's the only one I'd want to be on. Yeah, I know you're not a Big Brother candidate, <laughs> even though it's like the same show. <laughs> but so much. But different. it's not the same. But it is the same. It's been good. I I don't know. I I feel like around here, Big Brother Canada does not get enough respect. No, just like my fantasy football team in this office. Yeah. What? How, you came back though. I'm second right now. Yeah, I was second. I was second last. I was two and four, and I've won six straight to put me in second place. And if I win this week, and the first and first loses, I become first. Don't have to pay. Let's go. <laughs> first place. Got and some you're money trying back. to defend your crown here, right? Yeah, so and I'm defending is... champ. And the amount of people that. May or may not have chirped my fantasy team in this office. You keep looking around the office. Yeah, because I'm. They well, can't hear you, but yeah. Oh, they, they will eventually hear this. I know. Yes, they will. I tried to trade a lot of people away. I'm sorry, going off topic here. No one wants to listen. No, to I did. Team. Listen, I know you're throwing trades at me all the time, and I probably should have pulled the trigger on a whole bunch of stuff. And my team stinks, but I also was quite vocal about the fact that immediately after the draft, I knew my t- I was done. I just knew it. And actually, I think even before I drafted, because I drafted second, and I knew it. I said, I'm done. This is the worst. Drafting at the start stinks. At least you got to pick everyone you wanted. But I didn't. I did. I could have, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I could have picked everybody I wanted, but I didn't. I picked all guys that stink. Yeah. And I have no depth on my team whatsoever. If my big guys don't go... I have no I have no supporting cast. I have Christian McCaffrey at running back. I don't have like anybody. I was on a bye or AJ Dillon was my other running back. He had a bye. I was scrounging the way for I don't even have another running back. My roster, I hate the way it's set up. We have too many people in the league. Our rosters are too big. Why do we need don't we have like six guys on the bench? I thought it was like yeah, maybe or five five, five or six. Too many. Why do you need that many guys I, on your bench? I'm in leagues where you have like eight. Yeah, but are there less teams in it? Ten. Yeah, we're at 12 teams, right? Yeah. Which is why it's so impressive. I know. I'm on a six-game heater. <laughs> That's what's so impressive, yeah. Well, we're cutting down. Somebody, Maybe I'm getting booted out of the league because I think we need to cut down to 10 teams next year. we got to relegate whoever comes last. Well, it's going to be could it's me and somebody too. else or just relegate Shay. <laughs> Just because? No, you know why? Because when he's at the top, his team's the best. You're trying to honestly trying to help him get better while improving your own team. Yeah. And he's just like, why would I do that? I burned him one year in a trade that he just has PTSD from. And, yeah. and now now he's saying he's going to beat me in playoffs. He's not even in a playoff spot. It's rough. It's Fantasy football is rough life. Chow, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> was that the 18th time i've said my pleasure after I, that? no actually i think you were light on the my pleasures this week <laughs> oh i didn't say awesome at the beginning when you asked how no that's how not was. It. is it awesome no doing great no what is it you have a go-to it's not awesome i don't know maybe we put it out on twitter say what <laughs> do you remember what it was no we don't <laughs> what is it Chow, how are you doing today great no, there's something else. Awesome. Anyways, amazing. I don't think it was awesome or amazing. Those are top three okay. used words for me, I think. This is way off the rails. We're All cutting right. it. Cut. All right. Challenge Rogers, good luck this Saturday in Rochester, and we'll do this again soon. Can't wait. <laughs> that was Toronto Rock Captain Challenge Rogers. We'll take a break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and wrap it up in a moment. Wrapping up this edition of Toronto Rock Total Access, I have to thank Challen Rogers and Jamie Dowick for stopping by on this week's program. And I have to remind you that The Rock will be on the road on Saturday night in Rochester when they take on the Nighthawks at Blue Cross Arena. And of course, you can stream the game. There is no television broadcast of the game. But hey, everybody knows if you can watch the game on TSN, that means that all you have to do is log in with your cable or satellite provider's credentials and you can stream the game via 
TSN Direct, which is either tsn.ca or the TSN app. So you can watch the game on Saturday night. Just hook that up to your TV, stream it there, stream it on your laptop, watch it on your phone. All kinds of ways to watch the game. But you can watch the game on tsn.ca and the TSN app on Saturday night live from Rochester. And, of course, we'll be covering the game on social as we always do. So you can also follow along there as well. That will almost wrap things up, but we do have to quickly plug our next home game, which is Saturday, December the 17th against the Buffalo Bandits. Huge revenge game for the Toronto Rock. It's also our holiday bash. Lots of seasonal things going on, including the teddy bear toss. You can bring one or you can buy one at the game. They are available $15 each or two for 20. You can throw one, keep one, whatever you want to do. But everything will be going towards supporting the United Way and the McMaster Children's Hospital in Hamilton. So big game coming up. The Rock and the Bandits, Saturday, December the 17th. It's a 7 o'clock start time. That game will also not be a broadcast game. It will be a stream-only game. Matt Cullen, Brian Shanahan, and Ashley Docking on the call for that game coming up on December the 17th. Get your tickets now at torontorock.com. That will about wrap up this edition of Toronto Rock Total Access. In the meantime and in between time, I am Mike Hancock saying we will chat next week.